0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Mormonish. I'm Rebecca.
1: And I'm Landon.
0: And we are doing another sort of midnight podcast, aren't we?
1: We are. There's always (laughs) things that have to be reported immediately.
0: (laughs) There's always things, that's right, that we have to stay up late and talk about. And this is one of those podcasts where it's just sort of something that's making us go, hmm, right? Anybody remember that song from the 90s, right? Things that make you go, hmm. (laughs) Come on, say it, Landon. Go,
1: Mm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> This is definitely one of those things.
0: It is, and and I'm really, I'm actually excited to run this past everybody because I would like to get everybody's input to see if we're off base, or if we're thinking correctly, or if we're seeing something that isn't as it is. So this podcast is just definitely going to be a big question mark as we just go through um, some things that we have noticed over the last couple months, and we are going to be talking about our new church spokesman. Aaron Cherinian. And this is going to be sort of an update. And I've made this little meme here for those of you who are listening. It's Where's Waldo? If you're familiar with Where's Waldo, the lovable character in the red and white striped sweater with the hat. Only in this case, it kind of has the new church spokesman's face and it says, Where's Aaron? Because we are going to talk about what we consider to be sort of a glaring um, lack of presence. Is that how you would say it, Landon?
1: Definitely a glaring omission. Uh, We don't know where he's at.
0: (laughs) We we don't know exactly. So let's go to our next slide. Um, So, and we'll talk about this in a minute, but he was called and announced in uh, media sources as the new church spokesman and managing director of communications back on the 3rd of January is when he was introduced, I believe, to the senior leadership as someone who is going to be filling that role. So again, for our listeners, I made a little meme. You know how you sometimes go into a store and it says 65 days without an accident, right? So mine, I've been kind of keeping track of the days. Um, Here it says, question mark, question mark, days without an announcement from the new church spokesman. And if my calculations are correct, if he was introduced to senior leadership on the 3rd of January, and then it came out in the Deseret News on the 9th, which we'll get into in a minute, that's almost two months without anything that we can see that looks like an announcement. Now if we're wrong, please tell us, please find that announcement, go out there and scrape some data. We've been trying and we haven't seen anything, but we certainly could be wrong. We're just bringing this up as something that makes you go, Hmm. <laughs> so let's go to our next slide, and we'll kind of go through and what as happened. as the church
1: spokesman, you'd think he would certainly have some things to say in a two-month period. In a so. two-month
0: period, there have been some major things that have happened. So to take us back in time a little bit, right, the little going-back-in-time motion here. Um, in the Deseret News, an article came out on the 9th of January, and the title is, Latter-day Saint Leaders Hire New Managing Director for Church Communications. And this is this, by all accounts, wonderful person, Aaron Cherinian And when I saw the announcement and started reading, I thought, this is awesome. He has a great background. He seems to be pretty progressive, even if I can use the word woke, right? I was excited that somebody like this was going to be in, you know, a senior position as far as the PR and the media and the communications. So we kind of are going to go through the article just for a second here to re- remind everybody what happened. So um, he says in here, In this is an article in the Tribune by Tad Walsh, the new director of global communications for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is Aaron Sherinian, a longtime global communication specialist who was instrumental in the creation of Giving Tuesday. So that's awesome. He was involved in that program. Sherinian, 51, was introduced Wednesday. Now, this article came out on the 9th, And so I counted backwards to the prior Wednesday, and that was the 3rd of January. So he was introduced Wednesday as the managing director of the church communication department after spending two years as the senior vice president of Global Reach at Deseret Management Corp. And I think that's another company, a church company, isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah, that's a management company for the churches, I think, for profit businesses if i'm not mistaken i think so
0: too and it is okay using the word deseret uh this is hearkening back to our other podcast where deseret brewing uh was made to discontinue that word in one of their signature ipas but in this case it's okay to be deseret um Continuing with the article, in the meeting, my focus was on how the Savior's way of communication was all about finding ways to reach everyone. He told the Deseret News, communication for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints should always be generous, inclusive, and personal. So this sounds like an awesome person with an awesome mission going forward in his new role. So we were all excited, I think, when we read the, the article.
1: Yep, absolutely. He, he even talked about inclusive inclusivity. In, yes
0: very hard in to his
1: pronounce. yes in his <laughs> uh in, in his uh mention of how he thinks uh-huh. communication should go out so
0: yep and there was more to the article Landon do you want to read these statements about how he will be a trusted advisor to church's senior leadership
1: yeah there's two articles here Sharinian has more than two decades of experience in public relations and Communications and corporate Philip philanthropic and diplomatic sectors, both in the United States and internationally. And the Managing Director of Church Communications is a trusted communication advisor to the church's senior leadership, including the First Presidency and Quorum of the Twelve Apostles and works under their direction. The the Managing Director also leads the department's work in global external facing communication strategies for the church, including news releases issued on newsroomchurchofjesuschrist.org.
0: Yeah, exactly. And this, again, is still from the from the Tribune article. So he is going to be a trusted advisor, communicating, sounds like, quite often with the First Presidency, the Quorum of the Twelve, and he's also going to be making announcements on the newsroomchurchofjesuschrist.org, um, especially, it looks like, um, external-facing communications globally. So... To me, that sounded like, okay, anytime there's going to be an announcement, especially a worldwide announcement, he's going to have a statement or something to say about it in the church newsroom. Is that kind of how you took it?
1: Yeah, he should be in the newsroom when we get releases. We should be seeing his name yep. come out with those.
0: Exactly, because um, I think we've seen the names of other um, people who are in the communication department, and they appear quite regularly making statements. Um, so Sherinian replaced Eric Hawkins. And that's a name I think a lot of us are familiar with because he made a lot of announcements um, in the church newsroom, in the Deseret News, the Tribune. He was quoted all the time. He replaced Eric Hawkins due to health complications. And I heard that too, that Eric was having to step back. And in fact, if you remember the Vice News article that came out, where there was the statement from the church about Tim Ballard that everyone said, this can't be real because it was Doug Anderson. He's another executive in the church PR arm, and he made that announcement. And everyone was so used to seeing the name Eric Hawkins as the former managing director that they questioned the validity of that announcement. So I think people definitely know their uh, directors and the people that make the announcements, right? (laughs)
1: Yeah, well, and the source was a little suspect as well. And uh,
0: (laughs) yes, that's exactly right. So why don't you read, let's see, that middle paragraph where it says Sherinian replaces
1: um, Sherinium replaces Eric Hawkins due to health complications. The church has had five managing directors of public affairs, church communications over the past 34 years from Bruce Olson to Michael Otterson, Richard Turley Jr., Michael Colmare, and Hawkins. So, you know, they usually last pretty long in this, yeah. you know, several years, eight years, four years. Uh, so, uh, there, that this is a position that usually people spend some time in.
0: Yep, and the name gets to be known. Like I said, Eric Hawkins, I think everyone does. And in the article, Sherinian says, each of of them is someone I admire. Uh, Talking about his predecessors, I've learned something from each of them. So again, that's very nice. It sounds like he is ready to step into this long line of communication directors and do his part for the church as far as making announcements and getting the word out. So um, on LinkedIn... On that same day, um, the 9th, I think it was exactly the same day, Aaron himself made a post about his new position that he was going to be stepping into. So LinkedIn is where you you know communicate professionally, and he wanted to let everybody know that he was going to be leaving his former position and starting this new position. And it even says in there, this new role starts immediately. And again, immediately on the day this was posted was back at the very beginning of January, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, uh, it was in at the beginning of January. And then we, you know, had a, a, a lot of uh, people start kind of critiquing who he was and what he was. Yeah, so... we're definitely
0: going to get to that. Do you want to read his statement? He seems really excited about his new role. Can you see it? I know it's so small.
1: You want me to read the whole thing?
0: Um, I don't know, put a paragraph here and there if you think it's relative.
1: (laughs) Okay. He said earlier today, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints announced that I will serve as its new managing director of communications. I share this news with both gratitude and excitement as this is an organization whose leadership and mission I love and support with all my heart. For a communication professional like me, it will be a privilege, uh, a privilege work with people who are dedicated to building bridges of understanding around hope, faith, love, and change.
0: That's awesome. Yep, that kind of gives you a little glimpse into his personality. Um, Just seems like a really, really wonderful person. And so, of course, a lot of people started looking into who he was once he was announced as the new spokesman. And I think if we go to our next slide we'll kind of get into what happened, which I think most of you recall because we've been podcasting about this. <laughs> a lot of pod- people have been podcasting about this for the last uh, month or so. So as people started to kind of dig in and see who is Aaron Sherinian, um, some social media posts of his were uncovered um, at a pride parade, um, very inclusive. He's definitely a proud ally. And these are only the few of the posts that were uncovered. They were removed pretty quickly After that, but on the surface right there, everyone went, well, this is very interesting. Aaron seems to be an ally, a very open about being an ally and his inclusivity. And as we go to the next slide, if you guys all remember what happened next, people started to wonder what this meant because he is going to have the ear of the First Presidency and the Apostles. And as we all know, there are kind of two factions, I would say, in the church. Progressive Mormons looked at this appointment and went, this means something. This is really exciting. Here's somebody who's an ally, and he's going to be in this close to upper leadership position. Well, more conservative Mormons said, wait a minute, dial it back. What does this mean? Why is there someone who appears maybe on the surface to be at odds? with some of what they consider to be the doctrine about same-sex marriage or same-sex relationships and LGBTQ. Why was he called? So he kind of became, I don't know, this flashpoint, right, Landon? Where did the church mean to hire him? Did they only find out later about his allyship? Both sides started podcasting. So we have Jacob Hansen. We have Greg Matson, more on the conservative side. We have, I was on the um, the Mormon newscast with uh, John DeLynn and Bill Real and RFM, and we podcasted about it. What does this mean? And then, of course, on um, Mormon, Mormon Book Reviews, I was on there with Jacob Hansen and Greg Madsen, and the overall message just seemed to be confusion, wouldn't you say, Landon?
1: Yeah, everyone was confused as to what this meant. For those who are conservative, they say what does this mean? We've got a, mm-hmm. uh, a LGBTQ ally mm-hmm. uh, actively being the church spokesman, and mm-hmm. he has the air of the first presidency and the uh, general authorities. This is in violation of mm-hmm. everything that they've been saying from the mm-hmm. stand uh, about uh, the the signals that are being sent. Meanwhile, the progressives uh, were saying, "Oh, finally, an ally, That's someone right. who can promote uh, you know our." Uh, view and our desire to have full membership in the church and have, uh, you know, maybe be recognized and and be able to receive all the blessings that the church claims to give to its members. And so uh, both sides looked at this uh, different ways, and and Mm -hmm. obviously there were several uh, discussions about whether the church knew when they hired this Mm -hmm. person, Mm -hmm. uh, Eric, whether, right, because they if they knew Aaron.
0: it meant something, if they because knew it knew was it a meant statement, it was breadcrumbs that they were moving in a certain direction. If they didn't know, then that's a mistake and something has to be done. So again, the word flashpoint, I mean, it's this place where everything intersects and what happens next really shows you kind of a window into what the church is thinking. That's kind of how I see it.
1: Yeah, well, if the church now knows, There's there's no question that the church knows mm-hmm. what Aaron uh, is about mm-hmm. and so uh, and, and his his personal views he had them all over his web page yep. he wasn't hiding it he was nope. clearly an ally yep. and although they're gone now they're the gone, church, now. If they're the gone church, now they're gone now they have been removed and if the church yes. uh, th- did the church know this they they had to he currently works for the church uh, under exactly. desert management corporation yeah. uh, I can't see how they didn't know this um, so There's now the learner. question is, now that everybody's pointed it out, what is the church going to do?
0: Right. What is the church going to do? And that's what we're looking at right here. So let's go to our next slide. Um, so again, we ask uh, 60 days almost. I mean, it was the 3rd of January, so pretty close, without any kind of announcement from the new church spokesman or even any real presence that we could find. And again, we ask anybody to please look, please fact check Maybe we're wrong and we're missing something. But I think everyone's waiting. The minute he makes an announcement or he is officially you know, shown as the spokesman, that says to the conservative side of the church, they meant to do it. They're on board. They're behind him, maybe moving in a certain direction, right? The longer there isn't this presence or announcement, that says to the progressive side, gosh, are they not going to let him fulfill his calling or and that means something too that means that they're backpedaling so it is really interesting to watch so let's go to our next slide and see if we can just see if we can figure out some stuff online
1: yeah um, I, think, I think it also means that um for the uh for the conservatives it means that their voice is heard much louder yes. than the progressives voice oh. are because uh the church is is famously never listened to its progressive members, right. but it's afraid of its of its conservative members. And so if they if they stop this uh this spokesman, that's a real message that mm-hmm. we are listening to our conservative base. And I think it's a real message to the progressives that you're not welcome here.
0: Yeah, no, silence in this case does say a lot, and that's kind of what we're looking at. So I googled, who is the LDS spokesman? And it seems to say here, if you want to read that, that it is Aaron Sherinian.
1: Yeah, um, Aaron Sherinian, a longtime global communications specialist, was introduced Tuesday as the new head of public uh, affairs and media relations for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.
0: Okay. Um, although I question if that is a picture of him. That doesn't really look like that's him. Do you think? It no, looks like it doesn't. It
1: doesn't look different. much like him. I don't know he's... who
0: that is. Isn't yeah. that weird? So. Anyway, so according to Google, though, someone were just to say, hey, who's the new manager, director, and PR? His name would come up. So, And I think they probably scraped that data from the Deseret News article that you see that appears underneath. So at least Google seems to think, yes, it's Aaron Sherinian. So let's dig a little deeper. So then I thought, okay, if you want to figure out if somebody's in a new job, what do you do? You go over to LinkedIn and you figure out what they've listed as their experience. Now, I know not everybody updates their LinkedIn profile immediately. However, I would think that somebody in the PR arena, right? Somebody with this vast amount of experience in communications, somebody that's going to be looked at um, would probably update their presence on LinkedIn within two months of having the new job. Remember, it said it started immediately back there at the beginning of January. So what does the LinkedIn profile for Aaron say?
1: Uh, It says that he currently is the senior vice president, Global Reach Desert Management Corporation, full time.
0: Okay. And and that's the job that he had before Mm -hmm. they listed in the paper. But right here, it does say present. It says if if someone didn't know anything about the the Deseret News article or anything about any announcement and they looked him up, would they not think that he was still working for the Deseret Management Corporation?
1: Yeah, and like you said, this is the you know the top PR guy for the church. Uh-huh. This is and media the relations. Top. You. The top. Yes. Media relation guys update their media, their yeah. social media. <laughs> yeah. If you don't, you're not much of a media uh, person. But here yeah. it's been two months and he hasn't updated his social media uh, on his uh, LinkedIn saying that he is yeah. uh, is in this role. So we had to make the announcement back in January that he was taking this role, but he never right. updated his his profile right. to show his new position. And we haven't seen anything from him in 60 days.
0: Yep. And his statement is still up there that we read before. It's still on LinkedIn saying, I'm really excited. This is starting immediately. So that is there. And I guess somebody could say, well, maybe he considers that the announcement that he is in a new position. However, I I do feel in, in that sort of a high level PR role, that probably would be the first thing that you would do, like you said. So let's see what else we can find okay so the desert management company or is it corporation i think it's corporation and is where he worked before and according to linkedin still works it says present so i went over to that website and there he is listed on the executive team his picture is still there on his former job after two months and if you click on that picture go to the next slide um, there he is. And his bio, this is on his former jobs page. And again, I know that not all companies get around to removing people or putting the new people that have been hired. But I, in your experience, what do you think about this, Landon, that he appears fully on, on the Desert Management Corporation website as senior, still being an employee?
1: Senior leaders, always, senior leadership always gets updated very quickly. Uh it, yeah. In that, that's in, in every corporation, when senior leadership changes, that everything gets updated very quickly. Can you imagine if an apostle uh, got appointed <laughs> and named and they didn't update the church's website for two months? It doesn't happen. It doesn't uh,
0: happen. Yeah. And this would be confusing to anybody who wanted to access information about DMC, where he works. They'd go, oh, I'm going to contact Aaron. He's the senior vice president. I have a proposal or I have it. Like people are probably still trying to do business with him because he appears here on the website and they're not aware that he supposedly was announced in a new position two months ago. So again, does it mean something? I don't know. I have no idea. This whole podcast is just kind of a question. We do not know what it means.
1: And one thing to note on the picture previous uh, to that, up in the top there, that's Sherry Dew. That is Sherry um, Dew. Yeah, we know the relationship Sherry Dew has with uh, with Nelson uh, mm-hmm. Russell Nelson, uh, and he's on the board with her. She must know uh, the man and must know mm-hmm. something about him. And it's hard to be- hard to believe that he got hired without any knowledge of anybody knowing what uh, the type of person he was. And from what we hear, he's a great. He- he's a great. Person. Oh yes. Everyone that's worked with him has said yeah. fantastic things about
0: him. He he seems like an awesome individual. So and we really are excited for him to take on this role as the church spokesman. So all right, let's see what else we found. I feel like Nancy Drew, don't you? Yeah. So then I thought, okay, so he's not showing up on his own LinkedIn. He's still listed on his previous company's um website. What about if I go to the church website, will it announce him as a person that you can contact? Um, for media. So, is Aaron's contact information found on the church website? Is what this slide says. So, we went over there. There are various ways that you can access media. And I know they have a hierarchy. Aaron is the managing director of communications. Then you have another level that's like a uh, director, and that's Doug Anderson, the one who gave the statement in Vice News and also went to Cody, Wyoming to tell them they were going to sue them. <laughs> and then you have somebody else named Sam Penrod who's also like a media director, and I've actually seen two announcements from him in the last month in the paper. They will quote, you know, media director Sam Penrod says. I've seen two of those. So when I go on that site, I see Doug Anderson listed as the director of media relations, and media inquiries are supposed to be referred to him. Um, Let's go to the next page. Like I said, there's a whole bunch of different media pages Here's another one, Um, contact Doug Anderson. This might actually be very similar to the first one, but it was in a different page. Anyway, I'm not seeing the name Aaron Sherinian. Um, Here's another one, general inquiries. And again, it says Doug Anderson, director of media relations. So everywhere that I could find, it was Doug Anderson that you were supposed to contact. And again, maybe that's just that we're not completely familiar with the hierarchy of how it works. Maybe... Aaron and his role would never be somebody that you would contact through this church website. Maybe he's above that and his name never would have appeared. So I kept looking. Let's go to the next one. And this is what was really surprising. Um, for print news media, contact who, Landon?
1: Eric Hawkins.
0: Eric Hawkins, who, as we understood it, for health reasons, had to step down and was replaced in his role. As managing managed director of communications by Aaron Sherminian. But here on the church website, Eric Hawkins is still someone with a phone number and an email that if you just happened on the site and you didn't know this dynamic about Aaron or Eric, you would contact Eric. You would think that's who you needed to get a hold of. Is that how you see it, Landon?
1: Yeah. And again, this is who you contact uh, for news media. So if mm-hmm. this is who you contact for news media, uh, we know how the church loves news media and yes. how they love to 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 uh, promote themselves and and so this you you would think they'd want you to not have somebody who has not been in the position for months to be the person that they're referring you to. So right. again, something just doesn't seem right here.
0: It's very confusing, that's all I can say. So Eric Hawkins, now that I see he's still on the church's website, listed under the PR department, I thought, well, why don't I look him up on LinkedIn and see what he's doing? So what do we see on Eric Hawkins' LinkedIn profile?
1: He's still listed as the Managing Director of Church Communication Department.
0: And that's exactly the job title that it was announced was being given to Aaron Sherinian. So that makes me really confused. And and again, we're just asking questions. And here I've put up the, the headline from the, tri- from the Des News again, isn't that Aaron's job? So Aaron's LinkedIn page doesn't reflect the new job, although it has an announcement saying that he's excited and it's starting immediately. And then Eric, the former managing director, still has it listed on his LinkedIn page that he is still in that role. So... <laughs> I don't know what to think honestly like I said this podcast is a big question mark
1: Yeah absolutely this is what what's going on here uh you know we asked what is the church going to do uh with this new communication director and what's you know what uh does the message does that send to everybody by uh letting him speak and it looks like they've done absolutely nothing uh he doesn't appear in any uh any communications he's not Up in the newsroom putting out uh, articles? Uh, Are they redefining the job so that he doesn't have to speak and they're going to send him on to Washington as a lobbyist at this point?
0: That was Uh, one of our theories because, absolutely, when he speaks, that means something to both the conservative and the progressives. The longer he doesn't speak, that also means something a message to the conservatives and the progressives. So we kept looking. Let's go to the next slide. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So I thought, okay, how often does the managing director of communications put out an announcement on the church newsroom? So I did a search on the churchofjesuschrist.org for Eric Hawkins. And as you can see there, these are just a few, but he, he put out many, many announcements and he shows up in a search when you search his name as having been behind these announcements. And these of course are all older, right? A couple years old, but pretty frequently. And you can see at the bottom there, page one, two, three, four, you know, I didn't go all the way through, so it may not go all the way as long as it says, but I definitely found page after page of announcements that someone in the role of managing director of communications would make. It seems like that's within their job description, that they would be regularly putting things out on the church newsroom because all of these articles um, come from the church newsroom. So then I thought, okay, well, let's search Aaron Sherinian because, again, I don't read every article, every news uh, post. Maybe I missed something. So I did a search for Aaron, and he did show up four times, but these are for places where he just appears in articles. Um, In the past, there is nothing that he would have put out in his new capacity of the managing director of communications. What do you think about that, Landon?
1: Yeah, 2021 is the last time he's mentioned Mm -hmm. it anywhere Mm -hmm. on the church's website. And as the managing director of communication, you'd think he'd put out some communication. Um, and well, it's not showing up when you do a search. So you know,
0: and there's been a lot of announcements. Like there have there have been a lot of global things happening. If you go to the church newsroom, it's a pretty constant stream of every other day. Something is coming out. I mean, the choir's out touring internationally, several temples have been announced. Uh, renderings of what the temples are going to look like has come out. That's just off the top of my head. There's There's been some things that have been happening. So the fact that Aaron's name isn't attached to any of these just, again, made us things that make you go, hmm, we honestly don't know what to think. So let's go to our next slide. Okay, so here's here's where I need your help, because I thought that when he was first announced, of course, we all saw it in the Desert News, I thought that I also saw it announced in the church news. Now, I can't find a screenshot or anything of that. And so maybe I was wrong. But I did look back through all the announcements that were made. And it seems like there's a church newsroom announcement about every other day. The longest gap I saw was maybe three days where there wasn't one. And then I looked right around the time where he would have been announced, right? The ninth. And do you see that gap there, Landon? Do you want to describe that?
1: Yeah, there's uh, a... A date there of 8 January where renderings were released for three temples and then the next uh, announcement isn't until 14 January so yeah. uh, you would have thought that uh, a new communication director probably would have been something that would have come out of the newsroom sometime between the 8th and the 14th right. but it doesn't seem to be there so it's
0: not there and I swear and I'm probably just not remembering it right but I thought I saw something there on the church news site I didn't see any links in the desert news back to the church news so I don't know if anybody out there grabbed a screenshot. And again, what does it mean? I don't know if they removed it. I can't imagine that really is what happened. So again, I'm just things that make me go, hmm. <laughs> so let's well, go. Either to our... way,
1: you would think it would that there'd be something there in the church newsroom about a new a, it's a new a church communication position. Manager, and it's it's not there. So exactly uh, what is going on here? We've got a a church communication manager who is missing uh, for two months. He hasn't appeared anywhere. And when his job is to interface with the media, Mm -hmm. why aren't we seeing him interfacing with the media anywhere?
0: Exactly. And as he described in lots of his statements in the Desire News and that letter on his LinkedIn, he was really excited to get out there and, you know, touch everything globally and, you know, be a force. And he's supposed to be advising the first presidency and the apostles, he's supposed to be right in there. So let's go to, the, I think this is our final slide. I think it is. Yeah. Again, this is not a long episode. It's just kind of a question. So where does this leave us? And for our listeners, I made another graphic, where in the world is, I don't know if you remember Carmen San Diego. that date says, um, Aaron Sherinian. Um, so I did notice on some of his regular social media that he's posting, he's out there, he's, you know, looks like he's just doing regular stuff, posting. I I know, I sound like a stalker, don't I? I don't mean to sound that way at all. And and I wouldn't do this if it were just like a normal person not taking a job. But in this case, he's a flashpoint. It really does mean something. Once he steps into that role and is openly making statements and advising the first presidency and apostles, that sends a message to progressives that the church is okay with somebody being an ally and they're moving that direction. The longer he doesn't do that, that sends the opposite message that the church maybe didn't realize who he was, or maybe didn't realize what a problem it would be um, to certain more conservative members. And so they don't know what to do and they're just right now doing nothing. How do you see that?
1: Well, I think it's telling that as soon as this was announced and people started bringing this up, his website was cleansed of his uh, uh, all the things showing that he was an ally. And Mm -hmm. so that tells me someone in the church said this needs to go. And then when he all of a sudden, after 60 days doesn't show up, uh, I start saying someone at the top is saying, hold on and stopping the bus here. Uh, So to me, this is sending a big signal that uh, allies are not welcome in the church um, because even if he were to speak tomorrow, 60 days of holding off sure seems like it took them a long time to make a decision whether they were going to let him speak uh, on behalf of the church or not.
0: Yeah, I think there must be something going on behind the scenes. I think maybe that's all we can really say is that there must be something because I don't think this is normal practices when somebody takes on a communication role of that stature. I don't think that's normal, a normal practice. So and again, I would say we look forward to Aaron stepping into that role. We were really excited to hear about him and who he was and his views. and we thought he could do an awful lot. It would re- be really positive as far as influence and, and everything like that in the role that that he was um, that he was chosen for. And so we just hope that he really will be able to start serving in that capacity. Is that kind of how you feel?
1: Absolutely. Uh, I may not agree with uh, a lot of what he says as the church spokesman, uh, but uh, he does seem to, you know, it takes people if the church is going to change, it takes people who are willing to change. And he certainly seems to be one of those. So, you know, I'm cheering him on and hoping for the best for him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think maybe the slogan should be let Aaron speak. We yeah. we would like to hear the spokesman speak. I think that yeah, would... is
1: it? Uh, it it seems kind of weird that Moses had a spokesman named Aaron, uh, and uh, <laughs> so here's Aaron, uh, the spokesman, and he's not being able, not allowed to speak. <laughs>
0: and he's not allowed to speak. And you know what? We should we should give a caveat and say this all may be nothing, right? This this may be just how it how it does happen. Maybe this is what Eric did when he first started too, but just the fact that there was so much controversy around it at the beginning. Makes me think that they're retooling it. And like you said, maybe he'll end up being just a lobbyist and not an actual spokesman. I'm not sure. I don't know what to think, but we really hope that he will be. That's the bottom line. We hope, let Aaron speak. We hope that he gets to get in there and start doing his managing director duties as soon as possible. Isn't that right?
1: Yep. We're just trying to find him. We're just asking the question, what happened to him?
0: Oh, that's funny. All right. Um. So uh, please leave your comments. Let us know what you think. Have you noticed that there's been some silence from the top? Do you think it means anything? Or are we just way off base and acting like conspiracy theorists? Maybe that's it. Maybe we've jumped the shark Landon, and we just don't know what we're talking about. I don't know. But yeah, please comment and let us know what you think. And please like and subscribe to Mormonish Podcast. If you would like to be made aware of when new episodes come out, you can hit that notification bell. If you would like to help financially support Mormonish podcast. In the show notes, we always have links to Venmo and PayPal and also mormonishpodcast.org where you can help support us financially. And we really appreciate everybody that does do that. So um, if this goes on for another like 100 days or something, maybe we'll do another update, huh? Something
1: we might have to we might have to form a search party (laughs) we might have to form
0: a search party so we'll just see i'm not sure what's happening but anyway thank you very much uh for listening everybody and thank you landon for co-hosting and we will sign off for now from Mormonish podcast thanks everybody thanks for joining us for another episode of mormonish we really appreciate our listeners and would love to hear from you if you have a story you'd like to share You can email us at mormonishpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website, mormonishpodcast.org. And don't forget to look for us on YouTube and like and subscribe. Keep joyful, everybody.